Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer this evening. And joining me to talk about the Georgia Bulldogs facing off against the Kentucky Wildcats. My guy, Mr. Football, it's attorney. How are you doing today, sir? How you doing, Mr. Logan Landers? I am doing great, sir. Doing great. Ready to talk about this battle of the unbeatens in the SEC with the Kentucky Wildcats and the Georgia Bulldogs. But before I get started, if you enjoyed the episode today, everyone, please go like, comment, share, and subscribe on Facebook and on YouTube. And of course, if you enjoy podcasts, well, you are in luck. We do have a podcast comes out every single week at 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio on all major podcast streaming platforms. Well, let's get into this one. Going to be talking about the dogs first in Georgia. Come off a close, very close win against the Auburn Tigers last week. Final score in that one, 27-20. In this, in, as a whole, Georgia this year, something I've always said, Vincent, is they come out sluggish in the first half. And they got to get that fixed. It's just, it's as many Georgia fans as I know, that's what they keep telling me. It's just infuriating to watch. And it's because it's not because the talent. It's just because they just have not been able to get it rolling in the first half, but they are still perfect 5-0. and They are still number one in the nation, so there is to their credit still. But looking at this game against Kentucky, what can they do to improve their status, to stay number one, and to remain unbeaten? Carson Beck, still been doing what you've been doing, man. He's been putting in some good work. 1,497 yards for him, 72% completion percentage on the year, seven TDs, two INTs, only sacked three times. Like I said, not not tremendous play. He's looked very good. Don't get it twisted. But he has looked very good. The one thing that Georgia, though, that they really need to step up, Vincent, is their running game. DeWan Edwards, 51 carries for 260. That's your leading rusher. You got to get a little bit more than that in at least, you know, five, six weeks into the season. I got to see a little bit more production from Mr. Edwards. He averages 5.1 yards a carry, but I need a little bit more. He's got five touchdowns on the year also. Receiving core, we already know the main man right there, Mr. Brock Bowers, 30 catches, 413, leading the team with three touchdowns. Some people say he is, if not the best tight end for sure, best receiver, just guy with the best hands in all of college football. It's hard to argue that, Vincent. You got guys like Marcus Rosemary, Jack Saint, Dominic Lovett, nice uh, transfer. Those Ra Ra Thomas all putting in work for the dogs this year. On defense, got small London or small Munden. Uh, junior, the linebacker, 25 tackles, leading your squad with Tyke Smith right behind him. In terms of sacks, Georgia's defense is taking a little bit of a step back, obviously, with all of the talent they've had picked apart from the drafts in recent years, but they still have a commendable eight sacks on the year. Michael Williams is leading the team with that one. You look at the, the backs right there, the pass is defended. They're looking really good, 21 in the year, and eight INTs as a group with, of course, Tyke Smith leading the way there with three. Malachi Starks right behind him with two. So Georgia, obviously, they're still number one in the country. I still think they're going to be looking good coming into this game against Kentucky. But the one key I need to see them out of, out of them, Vincent, you got to get that running game going a little bit stronger. What's your keys for victory for Georgia this weekend? Okay, Mr. Landers, I know you're a diehard dog fan. You're from this area. You was born in Douglasville. Yes, sir. Alexander High graduate, West Georgia, one of the most smartest young men I've known since I've lived in the Atlanta area. Stop the madness. It's just like Ric Flair. To beat the man, you got to beat the man. Right now, I hear the Georgia fan base saying, we can do this, mm-hmm. or we can do that, or we not doing that. But I'm going to tell you something. 
this college football season, everything's been focused out there in Boulder, Colorado, about the job Deion mm-hmm. Sanders has done. Then a lot of people talked about it. USC under Lincoln Riley and Steve Sarkeesian at the University of Texas, and even Nick Saban, what he doing over in Tuscaloosa. But that young man from Bainbridge, Georgia, that plays safety at Georgia, that took the job in 2016, has got this program still the best program in the country. And I'm going to tell you a true story. When he took the job, I tweeted him on Twitter. Congratulations, Coach Small. He didn't know me from Adam and Eve, Logan. Mm-hmm. He texts me back in 15 minutes and say, thank you. What I'm saying is a special person that's came into the Georgia program. See, Georgia's always been one of them programs that's been like a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. A program, if you got the right man in the job, this one could happen. Georgia and Kirby Smart are still the top program in the country. To me, he's still, regardless of Deion Sanders, and we've been giving Deion Sanders a lot of love in Colorado, he still is the top coach in all of college football. People don't realize, and I want your Georgia fan base to realize this. Number one, look at all the talent that you lost to the NFL the last two years. Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, Kelly Ringo, Deron Kendrick, Eric Stokes, Come on, man, Zamir White, Stetson Bennett, Darnell Washington, George Pickens. Come on, man. Calm down, Georgia fan base. The dogs have had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Kendall Milton hasn't played yet this year. Remember, he was hurt all last year. He came back at the end of the year and ran that football real well. Dewan Edwards is starting to get help. But this team is just as talented as the other teams has won back-to-back national championships. Trust me, they're a veteran team. They're solid on both lines of the scrimmage, man. And when you look at it each week, every team is going to give Georgia their best shot. I watched that Georgia and Auburn game last week from play to play. I saw an Auburn team that had not even played that well on offense and threw everything at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback, I believe Patrick Thorne had over 100 yards rushing, but it still wasn't enough. Now, I want you to listen to some stats right here Why I say, until someone beats Georgia, don't tell me that they're slipping. They're number six in defense and third downs. They're number one in the SEC in scoring defense. They're number 16th in total defense in the country. And I'm going to say this, Carson Beck, Everybody lay off him because when I look at Georgia and who they've had on the center, no disrespect to Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett won two national championships, no question about it. He had Tom Monken, who's now with the bottom of Ravens as offensive coordinator. But Carson Beck, to me, is the best pro passer they've had at Georgia in a while. That young man is going to be an NFL prospect. And I expect he's going to be one of the guys that's going to come out of Georgia when we all said and done, going to make some noise on the NFL level. 23 or 33 for 313 last week. Two touchdowns and one pick, and he threw that pick early in the game. But would you know what I saw in that young man, Logan? Let's see. He bounced back and played and stepped up when he had to go back in the fourth quarter. Now, Brock Bowers, it's been a lot of great football players that came through Georgia, from Fran Tarkenton 
to the great Herschel Walker. I'm going to watch my words very closely here. <laughs> the Stetson Bennett. They even Buck Ballou at the quarterback position in Stetson Bennett. But Brock Bowers to me, and I've been in this area since 1996, and I've seen a lot of great Georgia players, even Champ Bailey, Boss mm -hmm. Bailey, uh, Richard Seymour, Marcus Stroud. I mean, the list goes on and on. Jermaine Phillips. But I'm going to tell you something. In my lifetime, he might be the best pound-for-pound -pound football player that's came through Georgia. Look what he did in the fourth quarter last week. I believe he had a crazy number, seven receptions for over 140 yards. He ended up with eight receptions for 157. He totally took over that game from the tight end position. And I'm going to even say this to the dog nation. And I have to get myself to this point when I talk about great players. When I was in college, Logan, I saw two great players at the tight end position that could take over the game and change it. As a true freshman in my freshman year at Arkansas, there was one guy that went on and had a Hall of Fame career. His name was Kellen Winslow. Mm -hmm. The second guy played in the wishbone offense at the University of Oklahoma, went on and had a decent career, first-round draft pick of the Philadelphia Eagles, and Keith Jackson. This young man, Brock Bowers, and we've got some great tight ends that's in the game right now. Travis Kelsey, Ron Gronkowski that played at a high level, Antonio Gates. But this young man from Napa, California, when it's all said and done, he might be one of the best that ever played this position. And see, big-time players take over in big-time situations. When Georgia was struggling and needed a play, this guy came up big from the tight end position, made catch after catch. Look at the catches he made in that game last week. He is a special football player, man. Go dogs. Yes, sir. Let's let's show some love to the Kentucky Wildcats. Talk about them, what they've been up to this season, how they're rolling. Let's look at Kentucky. So you're led by quarterback Devin Leary, a veteran, been in college football for quite some time now. Had a pretty good year so far, 57% completion percentage, over 1,000 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, does have five mm -hmm. INTs on the season, though. One way, one, I talked about Georgia's running game and, and how it's a little, been a little bit lackluster. You mentioned that they have not been at full strength. Uh, that's where Kentucky is shining this year with Ray Davis. 76 carries, Mr. Football, 594 in terms of yardage, 7.8 average, and he's got eight touchdowns on the year. Definitely someone to watch out for in this bowl game. Out of the receiving court as well, you've got Tavion Robinson, Barryon Brown putting in some work there, as well as Dane Key. Other, and at the defensive side, Watch out for Maxwell Harrison, 33 tackles. Definitely someone to watch out for. At your sack position, you, or sack stats, you got Trevin Wallace, Deion Walker putting in work, and interceptions. Once again, that man, Maxwell Harrison, leading the team with three. So overall, man, I think that for Kentucky, they've got to play a good, solid game, pound the rock, control the time of possession, and just like you said, throw everything you have at this Georgia team because they're going to give it right back to you. Mr. Football, your thoughts on Kentucky coming into this game? Well, over the last 24 hours, and I want to give respect to Mark Stoops. He's done a phenomenal job in his time at Kentucky. Um, Kentucky, it's not really been considered a football program. We already know what we love about Kentucky. When we talk about Kentucky athletics, it's the basketball program under John Calipari, Adolph Ruff, Joe Hall. So when you look at this and what Mark Stoops is doing, now Kentucky is saying they're a football school. They're undefeated. 
They had a very impressive win over Florida last week. They went over, what, 329 yards. Mr. Ray Davis, who you mentioned, is now one of the guys that a lot of people say is one of the top running backs in the country. He had 280. And you talk about Devin Leary. And then I think about the running backs, and I think about Mr. Davis that's played in Kentucky, George Adams, Sonny Collins, Mark Higgins, outstanding football players. And then the 77 Kentucky team with Art Steele that went undefeated and Derek Ramsey, quarterback, and Fran Kersey as the coach. And you look at that team as being compared to this Kentucky team right now. But I'm going to say this. Kentucky has had a great run, but at the end of the day, we could talk about Kentucky change until football school, but until you show me something against that team that's won back-to-back national championships and you're going to be at that level with the University of Georgia, all that's going out of the window. And do I think Kentucky is that school that can get there? No, I don't. Because if you think you're going to come in and run for 280 yards on Georgia with Kirby Smart, I think you are mistaken. To me, the key for Kentucky to be competitive in this game is Devin Leary. You brought up one good point. He's played a lot of football. He was over there at North Carolina State. But let me tell you something. It was an alarming rate that came out of that game last week against Florida. Look at the Georgia defense right now. I'm going to say it one more time. They're number one in scoring defense. Sal Munden was player of the week. You just brought him up. Jamon Dumas Johnson's the NFL prospect. Kamari Lassenter is one of the top cornerbacks. I'm looking on the NFL draft boards, and they saying he a top three corner. Then Javon Bullock came back last week, been injured all week. Man, go look at the Auburn film. He flying all over the field, the top strong safety in the country. A lot of people want to give him flack for the hit he had on Morris Harrison Jr. in the national semifinals, but he can play, man. Mm-hmm. And then Melikak starts. I don't have to say no more about him. Devin Leary, last week he was 9-19 for 69 yards against Florida. Kentucky is not going to come in here and run the football. Saturday night in Athens, ESPN, Logan, you've been over to Athens several times as a young man. Yes, sir. The home field advantage, the dogs back-to-back national champions going for a three-peat. Devin Leary throwing for 69 yards against Georgia. Georgia's going to run them out of the house. I'm looking at this football game as Georgia 31, Kentucky 10. I'm sorry. Georgia's (laughs) going to prove to everybody that they're still the number one team in the country. And to me, as I said before, a few minutes ago, we really and myself been really hyped on Deion De- Sanders and the job he's done in Colorado. We was talking about Nick Saban over there at the University of Alabama. We've been talking about Steve Sarkeesian at Texas, Lincoln Riley out there at USC, James Franklin at Penn State. We've been talking about Jim Harbaugh up there at the University of Michigan. But make no bones, the gentleman resume, back-to-back national champions, the players that went into the NFL draft overall, let me throw Trayvon Walker, number one overall with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kirby Smart has still got the kingdom at Georgia. Brock Bowles is making everybody forget about Herschel Walker. This still is the number one team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, sir. Well said. My final prediction for this game, give me the Georgia Bulldogs getting the W. Final score 36 to 14 in this one. I, I think that Georgia's just got such a just dominating team. You mentioned their defense, in, in specific their defense. They've lost so many guys over the last few seasons, but, man, they just – it reminds me of Alabama, how they went on that dominant run all those years ago, how they just find these guys, they bring them up, they, you know, train them a little bit, put them in practice, and they, they, they just 
absolutely perform on game day. And that's what Georgia and Kirby Smart's been able to do. Much credit to them. Once again, Georgia getting the win in this ball game. As always, Mr. Football, it's a pleasure talking some Georgia football, some Kentucky football with you. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of your nights, everyone. Go enjoy some football this weekend, and we'll talk to you again on another. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.